Hey everybody, welcome to the interim episodes. That's what I'm calling them. These are the episodes between seasons. We finished off our last season, I hope you all enjoyed it, and we're taking a few weeks off before we start our second season of the year. Something slightly new, the plan is to start with a five episode connected arc. That's not something we've done before, we either go ten or nothing, so we're trying this new sort of mini arc version. Ideally there'll be two of those, that's the plan, but we definitely are starting with a five episode escape room arc, so be excited for that. So that'll be coming uh, in a few weeks, but uh, before then we've got some fun extra bonus things. You will still be getting weekly releases here, this is the first of those weekly releases. I'll introduce this in a second, just before we start, a fun note, if you've been wanting to get more Escape This Podcast stuff in your life, we've sort of fixed up a little bit of our merch store, something that maybe you didn't even know existed, it barely has, but if you want the Escape This Podcast logo on a hat or a mug or a t-shirt or a dress or a book or whatever you want, head to consumethismedia.com slash merch, there's a link in the show notes below, to check it out. The episode that you're about to hear, there's a chance some of you have heard this before. This is an audio recording of a live stream that I ran on Twitch playing the game Gateways. Gateways is a tabletop role-playing game that I created in which players use interdimensional portals to try and pull off a heist. I ran three of these games, they were a lot of fun, but for people who missed them as live streams, we thought we'd re-upload an edited down version so it's a little bit snappier here on the Escape This Podcast feed. I had a lot of fun with these, they're fully improvised, and I have some fun guests. This is the first one that I ran, and the guests for this episode are Travis McElroy, who you know from the first episode of What Alice Found, B Zelda, who was in episode 7, off the top of my head, of What Alice Found, the wedding episode, and Michael Cambo Campbell, who you've just heard last week, and you get to hear even more of him today. The fourth guest for this is Toby Pack, a friend of mine who is a phenomenal role player and performer who has a fantastic show called The Side Quest Inn, which you should go and check out where he plays Pathfinder. Uh, and he hasn't been on our show yet, which is wild. I'm sure I'll get him on at some point in the future. I had a lot of fun recording this. I hope you all enjoy it. It was on our old Twitch audio setup, so the sound quality compared to what you are listening to right this second is not as good but give it a second and you'll get used to the tinny echoey audio on my end, so I do apologise. I hope you enjoy it, I hope you have a lot of fun listening, go and buy a cool Escape This Podcast notebook or phone cover or something if you would like to help support the show, and we'll see you with new escape rooms in a couple of weeks, but next week there'll be something cool and fun, like, I don't know, us doing trivia or something. Keep an eye out for it, it's coming next week. Uh, bye, I hope you have fun, check out the episode. Who here has been on? Raise your hand if you've been a guest on Escape This Podcast. So I have two people here who are my real friends. They <laughs> oh, oh, oh. <laughs> win. It's the two. Real, real divisive way to start, Bill. <laughs> yeah, I thought so. I thought you've got to divide and conquer from the very first moment of a stream. I am joined today by four other podcasters and generally cool people, uh, and I'm going to have them play through. General, generally cool. I would say I we're mean... specifically cool. Thank you very much. Very, the coolness is very, very niche. It's not a general thing. A lot of people don't <laughs> find right. it cool. But I hey, have wide appeal, actually, now that I think about it. I'll take generally there cool. There you go. If generally that's the opposite, cool. I didn't know that those were the two choices, Bill. <laughs> this is the choice. 
So, from what is the bottom left of the screen for everybody, Toby, would you like to introduce yourself first and say hi to everybody? Yeah, hi, I'm Toby Pack. I do a podcast called The Side Question, and I accept generally cool, so that, okay. that's me. Okay, but it's the way he said it. It, it wasn't the like, they're it. generally cool. It was like, generally, generally. cool. It's, like, it's they Mediocre, C plus. Yeah, right. That's it was. It was the intonation that Bill delivered it with. This is mm-hmm. coming from the two who were called the real friends. <laughs> we, yes, we can take the credit and complain. Come on. <laughs> You've all got the flavor of uh, like the Dukes of Hazard. You're all kind of mm. generally cool. Um, oh well, I, I actually hate that. I, mean, I know that you're not American. You're not American. But to say we're cool, like, like generally, generally. <laughs> not, not as complimentary as you might think. Next in order is uh, Travis. Would you like to introduce yourself? Hi, I'm Travis McElroy. I do a lot of podcasts, uh, including My Brother, My Brother and Me, The Adventure Zone, Schmanners, and I'm executive executive producing a new one hosted by Tybee Diskin uh, that is all about people throughout history who have attempted to cheat death in a myriad of ways. Uh, It's a little bit spooky, a little bit funny, uh, and I'm really, really proud of it. It's called Chasing Immortality. Yes, and Travis is Ulysses S. Grant-tastic. Thank you. <laughs> I actually don't know his qualifications, but I know it's better than general. <laughs> uh, and then uh, the next one, as we go clockwise around, Cambo, do you want to introduce yourself to everybody? Yeah, uh, I'm Michael Campbell. Most people just call me Cambo. Uh, I have a pod- I have two podcasts. One is called Cancelled Movie Report. Uh, we go over famous productions in Hollywood history that were cancelled for one reason or another, like Nicolas Cage playing Superman, for example. Get the script, we get a bunch of voice actors, and we just remake them as a podcast. What? Uh, the I second... didn't know about that part. <laughs> uh, the second podcast I have is Reddit on Reddit, where we go over kind of what was trending on Reddit that week. Uh, it's pretty chaotic, but it's a lot of fun. Uh, and who would you say uh, was your best guest voice actor? <laughs> Uh, in an episode, <laughs> if you had to rank all the people who came on to do a voice, maybe people, I don't know, maybe people yeah. who played the Joker. I'll, I'll, but... I'll say this, Bill. They're all generally good. Oh, okay. <laughs> what? Wow. What? Now the tables have turned, and I hate wow. this. What have you done? <laughs> and then finally, uh, in the bottom right of everybody's screen uh, is B. Do you want to introduce yourself, B? Yes, hello, hello. I am Bizalda, they, them. I'm a podcaster, a member of the Broadswords, host of Anime Attaché, and a cast member of Powerplay. I stream all the tabletop games, never my own, because that sounds like work. I just want to show up and play a game. I've done some tabletop writing, and I'm currently the community manager of D&D Adventures League. And thank you for, for speaking so quickly, so we didn't have to <laughs> wait 10 minutes while you described your absurdly illustrious and varied career. I, ju- I find a way to condense you it. Gotta go you gotta know? go quick. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've just got two things going on. It's easy. Uh, <laughs> wonderful. Now, B is also the only person here who has played Gateways before. And so if they make any mistakes, I'll take it as a personal insult. Um, um, that's just me adding to the game. Don't yeah, worry yeah, about it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Maybe it's a little workshopping, huh? Maybe <laughs> what they do is the way it should be yeah. done. <laughs> yeah. Yep. It's feedback. Don't hold me accountable. 
So the way this game works is this is a game I created called Gateway. So I wrote it uh, earlier this year. Uh, I've streamed it before uh, with Level 1 Geek, which I'm sure you can find on their YouTube channel if you, if you enjoy this and you want to see more. Gateways is a game in which my four intrepid adventurers will be trying to use interdimensional portals to pull off a heist. We don't yet know the form that those portals are going to take. Will they have some kind of futuristic portal gun where they can shoot things onto walls and jump through them and come out somewhere else in a completely legally dumb. distinct that uh, sounds way. dumb. What kind of show would run off of that? That sounds so <laughs> no, ridiculous. Uh, maybe they'll have mystical and magical chalk. They can draw little doors on the wall that become real as soon as they finish drawing. We're not sure yet. Great. And the first step of the game will be to work that out. We we'll also need to figure out what they're looking for, who's trying to stop them, and who they are. The way the game basically works is, at any point, the players can use their chosen tool to make a portal uh, or make a gateway. Now, one of the rules of this game is that's the only thing that matters. They can do whatever they want. They, can, they don't have a dexterity score. They don't have a strength score. They don't need to make persuasion checks. They can do as much as they want, but the fundamental rule is you can really only solve your problems with portals. So at some point, they're going to need to use these gateways. Now, there are three different levels of gateway that they can use. If they use the first level, when they roll a single d6, their portal is just a hole. It doesn't lead to anywhere. They can just form a little hole. If they put a hole in a wall, they can step right through. A hole in the floor, they can drop down to a lower level. It's the simplest version of making a gateway, and it is, because they're only rolling one die, the least risky. If they want to create two portals, anywhere that they can see and jump from one and come out the other, or put something in one and have it come out the other, uh, or put one in the floor and one on the ceiling and have a person spin for eternity. That's a level two portal. Two teleporters that you can see that you can move between. And being level two, you roll 2d6, thus making it stronger, but also, again, more risky. And then the final option is if they roll all three of their d6, the riskiest possible option, they can make a portal that they can see and another one anywhere they've been before that they can remember, uh, even if they come up with a fun character backstory, say, oh, I've once been to the moon. <laughs> they can do this. But of course, by rolling three, that is the riskiest possible option. And what is that risk? Well, yes. if any this of This was the... my question, Bill. Oh, yeah. I thought so. I was luring you in. I was, I was t t placing my little breadcrumbs. Uh, so <laughs> if any of the, the uh, D6s that they roll... If they all come up from anywhere between two and five, that's it. They've succeeded. They're happy. Everything's good. Two to five is wonderful. That's what you want. If at any point any of the dice that they are rolling come up with a six, that means things have gone wrong. And in this game, that's called raising the tension. The, the, the source of tension, whether it's guards who are trying to find them as they're trying to do a heist, whether it's lava rising from the floor that keeps destroying parts of what they're trying to get through, whatever we've decided it is, it benefits whenever there's a six. Something goes wrong and it works against you and for your enemies. If at any point they roll a one on any of the d6s, then the gate kind of gets all wonky and chaotic. And there's a whole separate table for what actually happens instead of just teleporting you which can be from anything as benign as you come out of the portal with a fun new hat 
to something as game-changing as you come out of the portal 20 years of the future, oh no, what's happened? How are you going to deal with the rest of your party? In our previous stream, people turned into babies, people turned into strange little bags of money, anthropomorphized bags of money running around going, oh no, I'm not a person anymore. So weird stuff can happen whenever you roll a one. And so that, it, yeah, well, you could come out of the portal with a 20-year-old hat, exactly. Uh, so... Uh, oh my god, can you imagine that far out of season? <laughs> oh my god, I would die of embarrassment. So yeah, everybody, mm -hmm. you'd be trying to do stuff and everyone else would just be laughing at you saying... <laughs> that would be, I'd be wearing a hat from 2001, can you imagine? That's like a Jamiroquoi hat, come on! 2001 call, they want their purple fluffy top hat back. Get out, no way. <laughs> and so that is the basic way the game is played. Uh, but the first step that we're going to, how we're going to start our stream is we're going to try and build out this world together and figure out what is going on. So if everybody's ready, we can go through the first step. And when I say everybody, I'm including myself. So allow me to say, no, I'm not ready. I don't have the rules open. <laughs> I'm here to, I will yeah, correct. We you. already established that B's going to yep. handle all of the rules arbitration. And the rules lawyer. Well, B, you could go through the rules, couldn't you? Yeah. <laughs> do you want to run us through the, run us through the opening? Uh, yeah, so the first thing that we're going to do is select our method of portal. That's true. We're going to select our tool that we use to create portals. Now, technically, we can come up with anything we want in this case, but to get it going smoothly, I have a handy-dandy little table where we can either pick from this little six-line table or we could roll a, d a die to randomize it, depending on how you feel. So the list that we have here, the first option we could have a futuristic handheld gateway cannon. You'd fire it at a wall, we'd end up with a sort of fancy futuristic feel. That's one of our options. Another option would be an ancient mystical tome holding the secrets of teleportation magic. We end up with a bit more of a uh, fun fantasy theme. Love a good tome. That's another option, mystical magical tome of teleportation. You might also have a, a portable hole that you fold up into your pocket and you can take out and throw on the wall like it's Yellow Submarine, which I believe is what we had when you played earlier. Yeah. Uh, we ended up with a very sort of cartoony world that sort of fit that theme. We could also have, as another option, uh, magical chalk, which you can use to sort of draw little doors on the wall and come up with fun things like that to jump from place to place, draw a window and open it and jump through. Another option, for example, we could have like a weird computer interface where you can hack the cyberverse that you're all living in. You know, then there's a new Matrix movie coming out. We need to get ready for it. <laughs> what? We need to get ready for it by uh, playing with that theme. Or finally, the, uh, the sixth option I have here is a bargain with like a supernatural entity, a demon, a, a djinn, something that's given you the powers to uh, warp time and space to achieve to your goals. Like how the the powers manifest? Or do yeah. you have to be like every time, like your God, I whatever need a door you open. want. Can you just? You could have portal? it be. Any, you could you could recite a strange incantation. You could do a cool little dance. You could. <laughs> I, I'm not going to control that. But so, if any of that seems like it jumps out at any of you as players that you'd like to do, do people like? Do we want to discuss it, or we can roll a die and see what pops up? How do people I, feel? I, I will just say I'm immediately drawn to, but open to other choices, immediately drawn to the portable hole in your pocket because it feels very much like a cartoonish, uh, like Roger Rabbity kind mm. of world in which we're living in, in which we can literally like throw the hole or like paint, you know, a train tunnel on the wall or something and then 
The chalk uh, has similar vibes to that as well. Drawing, drawing, drawing a uh, a tunnel on a, on a big mountainside and running through it like Wiley e. Coyote. I uh, I was also drawn to the the portable hole in the pocket. I just like the idea of kind of like you said, Travis, just throwing the the hole, jumping in. <laughs> I imagine if it was chalk, like in my head, you have to draw like like a crime scene outline. That's how you get through the portal, like. <laughs> the shape of a body and you're gonna fall in <laughs> and you have to it's jump like, through the yeah, shape like the, every time yeah it's like that japanese game show like that yeah, right? yeah. the wall yeah. comes down well look okay, I, so, I say either one of those yeah thinking chalk we're thinking to, well, well i think, think did, you, did you say last time you had the the pocket hole that's not the right phrase, but you had, you had the portal in the pocket. You had a hole in your pocket. You had a hole in your pocket. Yes. There was yeah, a was hole that in my handy pocket. last time? Did that come, like, did that have benefits to it? It was a lot of fun, like silly fun. So that's the vibe we want. Because, you know, often I can tell that we're the kind of people that want the most serious, unsmiling kind of fun. So if we're aiming for that, we shouldn't go for the pocket hole. But if we want something that is absolutely absurd, pocket in our hole. <laughs> hole in our pocket. Oh, if pocket there's hole, a hole yeah. in our pocket, do we go in one pocket to teleport? That's <laughs> yeah. Jump in my pocket, please. <laughs> I assume the hole came out of the pocket. Yeah. I, didn't, I didn't think the... Unless you reach really deep and turn yourself inside out into your pants every time. <laughs> I don't like that one. I mean, not literally inside. You did. Okay. I get you. All right. So are we feeling... We feeling it looks like we're feeling a hole in the pocket. Yeah. I so. okay, yeah, good. I think so. I always do this. This to me, when I when I wrote that in, I was just picturing that's a whole bit in the Beatles Yellow Submarine movie, the cartoon one, where it's just like Ringo going, I've got a hole in me pocket. And then he takes it out and he throws it. It's a real hole and he jumps in it. It's a whole big bit. That was always what's in my head. Is that like a new movie? I haven't heard of this. Yeah, yeah. They did it last year. Yeah. <laughs> ah, sounds really cool. Oh, yeah, it's great. It was a TikTok exclusive, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just all on TikTok. <laughs> All right, well, let's do that. I'll make a little sort of cartoon frame here. We've got some little images drawn behind us now. We, we could get that theme going for everybody. All right, wonderful. So that's step one done. We've got our, our, the tool that we're using. So step two is we need to know the treasure because I like alliteration. So everything starts with T. So what are we looking for? And part of what we're looking for is going to help shape the world that we're in, right? If we are looking for, you know... 10 million dollars in bearer bonds that gives a very different feeling to if we're looking for a small white rabbit that's gone missing that we think holds the key to toontown and then we'd be the mayor now yes i do think and maybe it's just because i uh, hearing a hole in the pocket immediately made me think of like roger rabbit i like the idea of maybe it's like a like a powerful like artist's tool that lets you like create you know, it's like a like a paintbrush or you know a pen that allows you to construct, you know, from from your brain to the paper within this world that we live in. Like a three D printer, but magical. Yes. But in a pen, like the, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's okay. the it's the it's the pencil from all of those like Daffy Duck SpongeBob. versus yeah. or oh, SpongeBob versus the animator. And it's like, mm -hmm. rah, 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 and then they rub out their mouths and they. The, yep, that's the sound. The Monty Python sketch without the yeah. foot coming in. Yeah, exactly. It's it, yeah. We, we've got an idea. So is this this what we're looking for? This sort of powerful. Well, that was just my first impulse. I'm not saying that's what we should do. I'm not flexing on anybody. Everybody can choose their own thing if they want. I'm just gonna look. I'm just saying if that doesn't happen, I'll leave. But other than that, <laughs> no, 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 no. I'll just switch to my fish tank if that happens, and you guys will have to look at that the whole time. That's fine. I think it's I feel like generally that's a good idea. 
Are we going more cartoony thoughts then? I like the the artistic instrument. I think that's cool. Or or like uh whenever I think of cartoons, I think of like the I don't know the name of musical instruments. Trombone. Is that the 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 one that goes like a slider? Yeah. So you want to do you want to find a a a trombone? (laughs) That I'm just I'm also not flexing. I'm just saying that that's what I thought of. Are you just thinking of like when people walk along because it goes boom 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 Yes. Why do we want it though? What kind of powers does a strombone have? That's a good question. Can it change people's emotions? Because when you play it, it goes like, wah, wah, that makes them sad. I mean, it does make some sense that, you know, like whenever you watch an old cartoon, every single physical action a person takes has like a very music. specific musical cue. Like, I'm going to sneak here. And it goes like, and you go, oh, cool. So if I just started doing that, everybody around me has to start sneaking because they're like, the music creates the action. You can have some sort of powerful musical artifact. Just like if someone world. falls over, everybody universally knows that. Yeah. What if the if we went with the instrument? What if whatever world we're in is being controlled by this music, and everyone's doing whatever the music is? The whole world is just acting as one unit. Yeah. For this instrument, just thought. So we're we're essentially. Humanity is like in in some kind of slavehood, and we're trying to free humanity. <laughs> trying to free the cartoon world from its thralls and mystical trombone. Fun cartoon world and ending the humanity slavery <laughs> ring that's been operating by instrument. Okay, wait, no. Le- okay, let me take it and turn it just a little bit. <laughs> take it and turn it just a little bit. I'm ready. It is a cartoon world in which cartoons have gotten a lot more serious, right? Okay. And gone are like the Looney Tunes days. So right, they locked away this music because it made everything a little too cartoony and we're looking at more of like a serious and so we are attempting to free this music so that we can go back to a more chaotic loony kind of mm. feel and not so much this like very serious cartoon yeah. kind of thing now there's like no that. reason that you would have seen this but that is so close to the plot of space jam 2 <laughs> I have not seen Space Jam 2. Why have you seen Space Jam 2? I see everything. I, oh, I, I just watch it all. It's it's okay. it's so terrible. But there's more like I like stuffed in there for the idea of promoting Warner Brothers as a studio than this story has. I just love that when you say something like there's no reason you will have seen this, and I'm thinking, oh, this is gonna be like a really niche like, <laughs> yeah. artsy thing, and then you're like Space Jam 2. And I'm like, well, you're not wrong. I haven't seen it, but uh, yeah, no, I'm on board with that idea though. I didn't I don't love the whole we're enslaved by music, but if it's just like we have to abide by a certain like level of music and we just yeah. need some more silliness. Like we we, we miss the automatic on the map. Bring the joy back into the So we're doing it's, a space jam too. You're doing space jam. Yeah, yeah. Okay, this is called yeah. Space Jam 2. Well, I mean, if you think about it, right, when a cartoon character slips and falls down, it's the music that lets you know it's silly. Because yeah. otherwise it's like, is he okay? Oh my god, yeah. are you okay? If, if, a character just, if a person just falls, you know, imagine in your day-to-day life if a person fell down on the street in front of you. Right. You wouldn't just With be like, like <laughs> Right? You need that slide whistle sound that you're like, oh, it's funny. Yeah. He's he's okay. He's are a cartoon. That's the premise of any of those funniest home video shows. Is yeah. they're just videos of people being injured. Hmm. 
but they, they go put wacky music and voiceover on it in a studio it's audience and funny. Suddenly, yeah. like instead of a bride falling down on her wedding day being a horrible experience it's now it's a funny thing Right? Oh my god. The so Australian here. version uh, always had the same guy doing the voice of every small child. Yeah. So every kid would be like, Oh man, oh, come on. oh it's me, I'm gonna fall on you. I hope you don't let fall over. Oh I'm falling over, I'm a small child. <laughs> every single time and it was the weirdest voice and it was fantastic. You could always tell what yeah. was gonna happen as well, because he'd be like, Oh, I'm gonna crash into this tree with my bike, you know. He's gonna crash into the tree with his bike. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to crash into the tree with this bike and get struck by lightning. Uh, <laughs> that's, that's how they get you. Uh, so, okay, so we have an idea of what we're looking for. We're looking for, uh, we're looking for the music. We're gonna, we're gonna bring the music back. Is it a particular Good instrument? Way to make that succinct. We're mm, looking yeah. for the loony music. You're looking for the loony, loony music. music. Has someone deliberately taken it away? Is it like, is it? So, is, has it been so. lost, or is it like someone has gone? Ah, you'll never have my music. Well, if if we're doing a heist, Uh in a heist movie, you need to hate the person that's been stolen. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, the alternative... Otherwise, otherwise a heist movie is a really immoral thing. (laughs) Yeah, it's really existential. The The only alternative is if you... a heist movie where it's like, we got to steal from the orphanage. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I'm crying. Um, I think I I, kind of like the idea of it being like a studio thing where the studio said, like, we're shifting... To like more adults, you know, more challenge. This is our uh, uh, what is it? Oh, the what was it that uh, Cartoon Network shifted to when it was? Oh, uh, f- uh, anyways, where it was like the spaceship Adult guy, swim. and yes, yeah, sort of, but it was more just like this is like the serious cartoon hour, and it's cool. Anyways, <laughs> um, and and you know now maybe we are all cartoons who are like kind of out of business out of a job we're not being cast as much because we're yes. all sillier yes we need like a silly trope too yeah we got so many to lean on all right wonderful so we think tsunami thank you tsunami somebody got me in the in the chat yes tsunami oh we didn't have that in my country oh, really? <laughs> we had we had tsunami i understand <laughs> Uh, okay, cool. So the idea is that it's been kind of hidden away by the studios. They did. They were trying to push to a more mature thing, and they didn't think about the the joy that they were crushing in their pursuit of profit and and coolness. That sounds fun to me. The crushing people's hopes and, and happiness. That's what I do. Uh, I, I hope you. I hope you fail. I hope you never get it back. So then, the next thing that we need to look at is your talents. I'm sticking with the letter T. So this is basically like this game's sort of very, very pared down version of having like a class of character, having a a thing that sets your character aside from just playing the game generally. Uh, So again, there are six of these. Um, I'll read through them. And if they, if anything pops out to anyone, like you can put your hand up. Oh, I'd love to be that. And if there's a fight, then uh, we'll just, you can just fight to the death and see who wins. We can't, we don't know if it's a play fight or a real fight without the music. Good point. <laughs> That's why somebody's going to die. That's why. Oh no. Also, I can't see anybody's lower half. I have no idea how strong their legs are. If we get, if it turns to kicking, now I have no idea if I should stand up to them or not. I have, no, I have no clue. Okay, I upper think... half only, just to be fair. Okay, but just based on upper halves, I think I could take at least two of the people on this call, but I won't say which ones. I will say, just in case you're wondering, Toby's massive. He's a real big dude. He doesn't huge look legs, it. Right? He's huge. I'm 6'4". Okay. 
I knew tall. it. He's a big, tall guy. I'm not. I'm a tiny, tiny man. <laughs> Everybody here. I'm, I'm. I'm average. On, on this stream, you can say whatever you want. I'm six six. <laughs> Yeah, but I'm yeah. see I'm, I'm comfortable. I'm comfortable with myself, Cambo. Hi, everybody. Oh, I'm not. I'm like five six, five seven, something like that. I'm 170. Average. But those are Australian inches. Who knows how tall that even is? You know what I mean? We call them meters, Australian inches. See, that's what I'm saying. It's not even a real thing. All right, so we each pick a talent. We pick the thing that makes our character separate and different and cool. And there are six of them, and they are as follows. So the first kind of talent or role that you can fulfill is a double agent, which is that once per game, when you roll a six and tension is meant to go up, you can counteract that and instead describe how that is instead of victory for the player team you use the fact that you have ties with the with the other side that you're playing double agent they think you're one of them to counteract a failure on a six once per game and instead say no no they come up and instead i tell them that oh the boss said that you should go home i'm taking over today something like that got it the next one is i've described as a chaos wrangler but uh, it means that once per game, when you open a gateway and you succeed, you roll a two to a five, you've succeeded. You can choose instead to pick a specific result from the table of 20 weird, ridiculous things that might happen on a one and have it happen automatically. You can plan your way around this corruption of gateways. So you could say, you know what? I like that. I'm definitely coming through with a cool new hat. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So that is an option. One? It gives you a bit okay. of control over that. The third option is a forger. You have with you a replica of the treasure that you are looking for, which you can use once per game to solve a problem. So in this case, you might have some instrument with you that doesn't work. It is not an actual real functional instrument like the ones you're looking for, but you can pass it off. You're like, I've got, ooh, I've got the trombone and I'm going this way. That kind of idea. I mean, it's actually on an iPod Nano. I've got yeah. this. I've got a Zoom. Catch me. Yeah, it will be a Zoom. Yeah, <laughs> <be> a, Zoom. <laughs> a Looney Zoom. <laughs> oh, wow. Wow, wow game um, over. Game over, right. Uh, number four is, is you can be, uh, it's called the mastermind talent, which is once per game when a gateway corruption occurs, where you roll a one and something goes wrong, you can instead describe how you planned ahead for that and molded into something successful for the player it's similar to the chaos one except instead of just doing something ridiculous you get to say ah no but here's exactly how that i planned ahead for this exact situation and it works That's out a heist movie staple yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, you think yeah, it's, it's the flashback wrong, actually oh so the portal is open i've gone 20 years in the future well actually no what happened was uh i've set up a loop so that when you go 20 years in the future, there's a separate gateway that I wrote a note that someone said would take me 20 years back, but they've left these. You know, you can come up with an idea of how it actually was part of your plan all along. The fifth one is engineer, which is a very simple idea, which is twice per game, you can lower the difficulty on making a portal by one. Not a level one portal, but if so, if you want to do a teleport from here to here that I can see, you can roll a single die instead of two. If you want to do teleport from here to anywhere I've seen before, you can roll two die instead of, <laughs> instead of three. Um, you can do that twice per game. And then the final one you've already referenced a few times, which is uh, the, I've called it Coyote, which is that at any point in the game, you can use your gateway tool to create fake gateways that don't lead anywhere, like Wily Coyote, you know, or rather like uh, Roadrun, I suppose, painting a fake uh, road on a door that you just smash into. 
Uh, and you can do that whenever you want if you think it'll help you solve a problem. You don't have to roll. It's free. You can just make a gateway that leads nowhere. You can throw your pocket hole onto the wall but have it not go anywhere, and people will just run into it. And those are the six options. Does anyone have one that they, that jumps out to them? Is like, that's what I'm going to do. I want Chaos yeah. Wrangler. Yeah, be excited about that. All right. Toby or Cambo, anything grab you? No. I, okay. I like the idea of the chaos of the universe deciding by rolling. You want you want me to you want to roll for? Why don't you so, Why don't yeah. you go to our little roll right. dice and yep. roll one of those three d six and see what okay, comes I'm gonna, up? I'm going to roll the middle one here. All right, the first roll, four, four. All right, that makes you the mastermind. Once per game, when a gateway corruption happens, you can say, "No, no, here's how I planned ahead. This was all part of the plan, boys." And and now I'm going to roll a five. That makes you a, an engineer. So that is. Twice per game, you can lower the risk on on two of your uh, on, on one of your gateways. So twice per game, you can pull a level two down to just rolling one die, or level three down to rolling two dice. All right, All right I'm, there's there's a couple left. I'll roll one. One double agent makes you a double agent. So uh, and that also helps you think of who you are as a character. They think that the enemies think that you're working with them at least a for a little bit. So you can use that once per game to stop things going wrong and instead talk about how it turns and make it goes right makes it go right i've got words i don't know how to say words all right and so then the final aspect of building out the world is what is the the tension what is the thing that is trying to stop you is it just the idea of the studio and their guards and employees trying to stop you in high security stuff or is there some other team of people who are also trying to find these instruments but only so they can destroy them forever so that the happiness never returns. Let me throw this out. that I think a studio is great, but I think along with that, you could also have that there are some, like, uh, uh, like cartoons that have risen to power now as, like, they're very serious cartoons. Ooh, yeah. uh, and, like, they don't want it to go back to, you know, like uh, your Mary Worths. I don't know if there's a like animated version of like a Prince Caspian. Do you guys have that in Australia? <laughs> Is that a thing for you? He went in the Saturday morning cartoons and it was like right beside you know, like Garfield and stuff. But it was just like a guy who was Prince Caspian and it was like telling tales of like his adventures sailing the seas and fighting for good and saving and stopping dragons and everything. You're like, Hey, you're Bulma Marmaduke. What's happening? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it could be just a bunch of like the serious cartoons. Animation like isn't for lot. children anymore. It's an elevated art form, and I'm not going to do that. That means we're going it. up against like the Batman animated series Rogues Gallery. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness. I want to be able to shoot people. I don't want to live in a world where I have to hit them with a big cartoon hammer. I want to break their spines with this crowbar. <laughs> Cartoons are gritty now. Just a shout out. If anyone wants to hear Bill do the Joker more, he played the Joker on one of our Cancer Media <laughs> Report episodes. Ooh. <laughs> I heard it was generally cool. Like, generally. Just generally. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. So that's it. I like that as an idea. Are people happy with this? Is like an idea of that's what's going on? There's yeah. the, the forces of the mature, cool cartoons. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. I mean, it was my idea, so... Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, that looks like we have an, an idea of what the world is, what we're looking for. We're a bunch of silly, out-of-work cartoon characters trying to infiltrate the studio's warehouses 
to find the lost or hidden uh, musical score and instruments that will allow silliness back into the drab and and grim dark world of modern day cartoons of serious I'm from the animated Moby Dick uh, kind yeah. of people. Uh, <laughs> well, the only final step is where you guys have to, to, to put in way more thought than I do, which is who are your characters? What are your names? What's going on? Who are, what, what cartoon were you in as a, as a young slapstick cartoon character? If anybody has an idea, it looks like B does because they've already changed their uh, Zoom <laughs> name on my end. Uh, I've got, yep. Do you want to give an idea of who you are? On. Um, I don't have a voice yet. Um, yes, hello. My name is the Cool Cheetah. Back in my day, I was the uh, network's uh, competition for the Pink Panther. I was full of cat puns, none of which really landed because I never landed on my feet. Wait, that wasn't right. Um, so, you know, I do my best to scratch out the competition, but for the most part, it just seems like I just was always coughing up hairballs. All right. It's cool cheetah. Cool cheetah. Chaos wrangling. But out I, of work. I, pink panther ripoff. I did think about this a little bit. I like the idea of cartoons being big and bombastic. And maybe this character is like a, I know, like a cocksure, I don't know what Johnny Bravo type by way of like oh, a yeah. Barry character. So I'm thinking my name is Horatio Thunder. <laughs> I love it. Like that. <laughs> All right. Uh, you can, if you know, just so I don't forget your name, you should ch- change your Zoom name to Horatio Thunder <laughs> or add it on. I've already, I've already changed my name. Perfect. Uh, to, to Dr. Doo. <laughs> and um, kind of a little bit of a, uh, like, Dexter's Laboratory. Uh, yes. a, uh, a little bit of, like, I, I'm trying to think if there's a version of, it, like, if it was, like, Elmer Fudd, but as a, like, mad scientist kind of thing, you know? It was, like, a bumbling mad scientist. Do you ever watch um, Bill and Mandy's... Oh God! Grim, the, grim, for, yeah. the Grim Adventures the grim of Billy and Mary. Grim Adventures. Yeah. That, yeah. Because, like, I mean, Billy was, excuse the ableist term, but like, literally an idiot. But he was still up to some like, really, really good shenanigans that were probably far too smart for him. And I don't know if like those are the vibes you're kind of going for. But a little bit less grim involved. But more of just like he's always got a little bit of a wild, like science experimenty plan kind of thing going on. A little bit of like, I know how to make this work, <laughs> kind of thing. Yeah. Perfect. Feels like the kind of character who would mix two things together and then have it blow up in their face, and then right. their hair would be all like back and black yeah, and backwards, and they go like that. Perfect. And Toby. Yeah, uh, Giles the Snout. <laughs> Uh, double agent, so I imagine them, you know, the, the cartoon trench coat. You can't see their face. <laughs> there's, there's, like, some some eyes and a snout that sticks out of this, like, hat yep. that's a little too low. Um, what kind of hat are we talking, though? Is it the traditional? Like a, I don't know the name of hat. Fedora. One that's a 20 bowler? years old from 2001. Uh, and a Miracoy hat? You have, like, a Dr. Seuss, like, cat in a hat thing going on? Yes, oh. we'll go with that. But it, it slants down. Um, no does, he speak, the snout. does he speak like a 1950s film detective? Listen here, see? Like that kind of thing? He's got a little bit of a gross, gross. 
we're gonna solve this case. And I like it because I can see how the other cartoon characters are like, yeah, he's a real mature, hard-boiled character for us, for us serious <laughs> yeah, cartoons. They think he is. They think, yeah. But I like no one, it. No one knows what's under the trench coat. Is it just like three goblins in a trench coat? <laughs> it could be three goblins in a trench coat. Yeah. The snout could be one of those like elastic earband like <laughs> masks. Yes. <laughs> All right. Well, that looks like we're good to to get going. I suppose we have a world, we have a goal, we have a bunch of people, and so we need to start doing a heist. Now I have to do my job. Oh, I was Sorry, having so Bill. much fun. It was so relaxing. Just listening along. I got to come up with stuff. I didn't agree to this. All right. I mean, we can just wrap it up now. We came up with a really funny premise. We don't want to ruin it. It's okay. Yeah, everybody in the chat, just close your eyes for a second. Just imagine, like, a really funny kind of thing that would happen based on this yeah. premise. Like, just uh-huh. be like, oh, wow. <laughs> hey, that's pretty funny. And, um, Somebody get laughs. You know, I mean, we that's can stay end. here and read the chat as they tell yeah, us what happens. Chat, you yeah, chat. What do you think happens? What do you think happens? Wow, yes. Oh, Frogmiller's got it. Oh, look. Yeah, see, this is... So who good. said entertainment was difficult? <laughs> <laughs> I've been putting all I this effort in. theater of the mind. I've been, I've been editing shows to make them snap. I should have just added a little intro at the start, so just imagine it's good. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, the musical instruments that you're all looking for, they have been hidden somewhere in the old warehouses slash studio lot slash administration centre at the heart of what has become a grim and dark city. The coloured lights of what was Toontown, now that it's turned into Metro 2076 Dark City Alpha Quadrant, that's, a real, that's how you know it's, it's a tough city. It's a little city. chunky, but yeah, it's tough, man. It's scary. <laughs> it's not because it's, it's not for kids, Travis. It's too yeah. chunky for kids, but for an adult, you get it. You understand it's like a reference to the kind of the sci-fi that your parents grew up with. Uh, that kind oh, of yeah, thing. Yeah. Anyway, so you're in whatever town I just said. Uh, <laughs> Metro City 2077. <laughs> you can't repeat that again? Alpha no? okay. Quadrant. You're in Alpha Quadrant. Yeah. Yeah. Um, in the dark streets of Alpha Quadrant. And uh, you see that in front of you, there is a sheer wall. And you recognise the sheer wall as the outer wall of the administrative lots and the storage stacks. And you have been scouting out this wall for a while because what you haven't noticed are any entrances into this facility. The wall goes off in hundreds... Well, hmm, I'm going to choose what units I'm using. Hundreds of Australian inches, meters, cubits, oh, meters, which is like a yard. Picture a yard, and then just go, whoop, just add a little bit, just whoop, just a little bit more, just whoop, just a little bit more. Just That's a meter. Yard. Picture yard. yard. We don't whoop. have to picture a yard. We can actually use yard. Okay, sure. So it's it's a couple hundred yards now. Cambo, a yard is like a meter, but just picture a meter and just whoop, just a little bit less. Just whoop, oh. step back. Just a, you could just use meters. Oh, I could. All right, so. So, so for hundreds of, uh, of of rods or chains in each direction. There you uh, go. Thank you. <laughs> Imagine a six-month-old, and then lay a bunch of them end to end. 
Now you're meter, my language. A yeah. meter is sort of like if you took a fathom and you flipped it sideways <laughs> and you sure, cut it in sure, half, sure. you're sitting at about a meter. Uh, Perfect. So, <laughs> take my attention span and just. <laughs> Long distance is in either direction, and it goes around, and then it curves off to the sides. But you've done a full loop around, and you've seen no doorways, no entrances, just a sheer wall, and you can't see inside. Do you have a plan of, of attack? Have you come up with something beforehand? Do you know any people on the inside? Do you, do you have any goals to get in? Because as of now, all you have is a sheer wall in all directions. Uh, currently, Dr. Doof is, has, like, a stethoscope in and is, like, oh. listening at the wall in a very pointed but uh, random way. Does he it have a heartbeat? Focus. He's like, very, uh, ooh, if I could just, oh, no, oh, move to the left, oh, deep breath, now cough. <laughs> <laughs> I can see where they canceled your show. Uh, it ran wow. for 20 seasons. <laughs> wow. <laughs> it was a stable. So Dr. Doof is checking out the walls for a heartbeat. And you don't find anything. Sounds like sheer stone the whole way across. It, dark it and sounds forbidding. like a sheer stone to me. You've got to be kidding me. Like? <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm siding with I'm siding with the bad guys now. <laughs> I'm sorry, you gotta be kidding me was great, Bill. Brilliant. Brilliant. He is delivering gold to your show. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. In fact, now we can stop. We will never achieve a higher point. <laughs> Everybody at home in the chat, just close your eyes. Imagine an even better joke for the future and just picture that that happens later. Because we obviously we can't, we can't beat it ourselves, but, you know, just imagine if it got any better. All right, and uh, Giles, Horatio. Can we just slap a portal on the wall? You can give it a crack. I brought a Oh, be careful. All right. I've heard this wall could be a little hysterical. <laughs> How deep do the portals go? Now, that is, in, that is a question, right? So... When you make a single hole on a wall, if it's too thick, you won't be able to get the whole way through. Because otherwise you get to put it on the ground and jump straight to China. Or the UK, because I'm in Australia. And so <laughs> that's the opposite side of the earth. Is that that's why we, that's why that's why Australia and New Zealand is called the Antipodes, because we're an antipode. We're in this of kind of the UK thing where, where the axis can I believe you, yeah. <laughs> don't you don't you doubt my geography? Um, <laughs> So when you put a, a, a single thing on a wall, if it's too thick, if it's more than like ten feet thick, it's, it just won't go the whole way through. Now you don't know how thick. And that's about what three meters. That's it. <laughs> it's about three meters. Uh, so if it's a hugely thick wall, a single portal attached on the side might not get through, but you can give it a crack and find out. Doc, let's do it. Who's making the roll? Is it Giles? Does it sound like it's pretty deep? When you listened, <laughs> uh, he says, "Floor is like I tell it sounded like sheer stone." So, yes, well, it's dense, definitely dense. Do our portals go through dense? You can only find uh-huh. the 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 whole of Thon Five Thousand will go through anything, <laughs> almost. Yeah, is that is that in, is that in canon? Did Doctor Doof invent these holes? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, your show's old enough. Yeah. <laughs> that, I don't know that he invented using whole, like the cartoon idea, but I think the ones that we were using the were ones from his show. Room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. From his show. That's yeah, so yeah, cool. Yeah. That's uh, well, why it's called the Dr. Doof Portable Pocket Hole. Yeah, the <laughs> Pocket Hole 5000. Yeah, the Dr. Doof 
portable pocket hole 5000 which <laughs> is can i be fair works way better than the 4000 model it was not we don't talk about the 4000 and this yeah. one's 5g enabled oh yeah that <laughs> one yeah uh who's do we all have who's carrying it how does that work well you've each got one you've uh, each got one yes okay so uh feel free toby roll a die and see if you can get through the wall oh you want me to use my portal it was your idea yeah was your idea gotta take the credit there all right a four all right with a four it's two to five it's not a one or a six so you slap your uh pocket hole holotron 5000 onto the wall and it starts to dig its way into the wall and you realize that no it's gone 10 feet in and and there's still more wall on the other side how many portals on portals can we do here can we do portals on portals you can try a portal on a portal I, I I will now attempt to portal on your portal. <laughs> now we're portaling. Um, <laughs> now we're thinking with portals. Now we're thinking with portals. So here's mine. A two. Close. Two is all right. Two portals stuck together. And uh, hey, look at this. You've made your way through the wall and you can see in front of you a small, narrow passageway between a few buildings. Two buildings, to be exact, one on either side. <laughs> That's where it goes down. And if you step through into this area, you'll see you're in sort of a whole complex of little unmarked buildings that dot uh, across an open area. I say unmarked. They're marked in a way that you don't understand. They have strange codes on top of each uh, door, but there are doors that lead into each building. They're not the sheer doorless walls that you had to deal with but they're marking strange symbols not even sort of alphanumeric symbols just odd little lines and crosses and obviously a code that you don't know uh dr doof starts to sneak but then realizes that the dun 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 isn't playing and he just gets kind of sad yeah he starts walking normally dr doof are you are you injured what is happening no i just I I just have hoped that there would be accompaniment. Oh, and pardon me. Okay. I think B, you found an audience of one, and it's me. <laughs> I love everything you've said so far in this show. That's all I need is one yep. person to appreciate the pun. Great. <laughs> I didn't even catch that one. Um, yeah. I'm I'm so I'm so tuned in. I there have been tuned words in. that B has said that I'm like, I think that's one. I don't know what it is, but I'm gonna laugh at it anyways. <laughs> Thank you. It's good th- right. at the end. So, so he's gonna be like, "Oh, we gotta take a break for lunch," and Chad's gonna be like, "Like it, like a cheetah, like lunch, like a ch- oh, you wait. know." Hmm. Oh, I was curious, B. So to clarify, mm-hmm. is their name Cool Cheetah? Like Cool is their first name and Cheetah is their last name, or is it Cheetah is their name and Cool is just like an identif like an addendum to it? Cool is their profession, like how doctor is your profession, right? Uh, and then Cheetah is their first name. <laughs> Right, so you went to cool school for many years to to yep. get that title. Got it. Okay. Oh, absolutely. And Cheetah is a cheetah, and they just happen to also be named Cheetah. Or is this a Jessica Rabbit so. situation? Yeah, like well, Jessica <laughs> Cheetah. But yeah. Jessica Rabbit isn't a rabbit. Exactly. That was my so, alternative. Yeah. So. Oh. <laughs> Before she I... married Roger Rabbit, was her name Jessica Human? Yeah, Jessica Person. <laughs> <laughs> yes. All right. So you're in this sort of complex. These buildings you go on. Hyphenated it. <laughs> Jessica Human Rabbit. 
so you're in this complex. These buildings go off in each direction, and they obscure your view too far in, right? They're not so perfectly spaced that you can see down a long line. You might have to start investigating and see if you can find what you're looking for. Let's say we try that one nearest to us on the left there. Having to blast this idea what's inside. But, you know, I think there might be something in there. An experiment! I love it. Open it up. First of all, is there a door? Before I waste the portal, is there a door? <laughs> yes, we should check door. the door. Like, then nature's portal. Uh, the door. <laughs> you check the door. Travis has learned from being on my show. You check the door. Uh, and so you, uh, you try the handle, and it is locked. There is a door. It is locked. Well. Do we still get the sad music? Like, it plays. No, and one of us just like, says, "I don't know how to feel about this." <laughs> okay, so here's my. I have a question for you, Bill. Yes. As the the mechanic of this game is portals, are we encouraged then to use portals at every situation, or is there a way to then try a tactic that is non-portal related? You can try tactics that are non-portal related, but you'll always hit uh, portal-based bottleneck. Uh, okay. Uh, is there like a lock? Can we see like the keyhole? Uh, you can. On, on, okay. Uh, Are there Dr. windows? You... No, no windows <laughs> in any of these buildings. You say we can, can or can't see a keyhole? There is a keyhole. Okay. Dr. Doof plucks one of his wiry uh, white hairs and it immediately goes like, bring, you know, and he's going to try to pick the lock with that. Okay. Yeah. You know what? I don't mind. We can we can space out our portal time. You try and pick yeah. the lock, and and the doors here they're not too secure. So after a short amount of time, you you get it open. The door opens, and and then Doctor Doof licks the end of the hair and sticks it back. <laughs> Amazing! Oh, wow. The universe around you, you hear like a like a cool jazz sting as, as you go in. It's like it really made it seem like you're a competent and really like kind of interesting brooding individual as you as you've got that door open. This is the reality that you're living in right now. I hate that. Uh, okay. The door bells. Now. It was so serious. Mm. <laughs> now starts monologuing to the music. <laughs> like, you know, back when it was really tunes, things were good back then. Everyone's walking in. <laughs> the door opens, and you enter this room. It's not huge. It's a it's a, a, a fairly small room, a few meters in either direction. Uh, and there's some storage stuff here, right? It's shelves up on one wall. There's a little desk in the corner, uh, a couple of drawers and uh, documents sitting on top of the desk. But and on the shelves, you see a whole bunch of stuff that's just, I mean, it's a little too cool for school. It's like ammunition cases and and there's uh things on the wall there's there's a big kind of cool matrix uh black leather duster hanging up uh is there something that looks like but for legal reasons isn't a batarang there's yeah there's a (laughs) there's a flater mouse (laughs) uh there's a whole bunch of cool stuff hanging on the walls but nothing silly nothing funny just no this, giant mallet. No giant mallet. There's a giant mallet, but it's like an actual sledgehammer. And Cut there's like, that. you know, doesn't <laughs> even make a sound. Stuff when stuff you like hit something with it, it just makes a kind of a normal crushing sound as opposed to anything <laughs> fun. But that's all there is in this room. Okay, yeah. so well, it's interesting, though, because 
this is all very serious stuff, but you would have assumed they would have locked up the wacky stuff. So ah. if they're locking different things into different huts, if they're locking different things <laughs> into different huts, it stands to reason that one of these might contain the instruments we need. Okay, but wait a moment. You understand how many of these little buildings there are? That's too many to throw portals on. Wait, wait. Ho, 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 by process of elimination. They are using these studios regularly, but they've locked away, so we need to look for an unused studio, maybe a, uh, a film of dust or a little bit of dirt and grime that shows that this building hasn't been touched. <laughs> we can split up. Yeah. Ah. I'm happy. You want to split up? Um, how much more work I know from know? experience not to split the party. <laughs> I'm, saying, I'm saying right now, if you want to split the party, split away. Of course, you're saying that, Bill. You want to generate an entertaining show. We want to live and succeed. Uh-huh. Not failing of all our tasks. Come on now. Come on, Bill. Trying to trick me into dying. It's not the first time Bill's tried to kill me. Not, not today, Bill. Twofold chap, how many of those hairs do you think you could extract? Could we all have a key of sorts? Uh, it's kind of if I'm it's only the one hair that I use every time <laughs> uh, if I'm being honest uh his name is Robert oh. <laughs> do you not have the hair to spare the hair up there no hair to spare <laughs> mon frere <laughs> all right I guess we can split the party I'm feeling kind of afraid of that idea but it's it's doable i'm i'm sticking with cool cheetah <laughs> i'm quite small <laughs> yes uh dr Duper, important note maybe like maybe five foot maybe five foot oh <laughs> average height. <Great>. Uh, <laughs> i'm putting him on that like dexter scale you know where it's just like there's something about like you can't unless it's the guy from uh, Powerpuff Girls. Once the character is in a lab coat, they are instantly six inches shorter than everybody else, <laughs> at least. Yeah, unless it. you're the doctor or the dad. Yeah. Yes. Going off of what the doctor said, do we do we see any buildings that are more dusty? Well, if you split up and you? start having a look, is this the plan? You're going to form two little groups and look for. Well, I mean, if buildings. Toby, if, if, if Giles and Horatio want to split up, that's cool. But uh, Doof is not a brave person by. So you're splitting people up by the people that have been guests on Bill's podcast. Yeah. Listen, I'm not saying it. Defer the, the, the divide. I'm just uh -huh. saying that we can start split into two groups, essential and non-essential. It's fine. You know what I mean? It's fine. Wow. The thing is, what happens is if we split up, we might like, you know, Giles and Horatio might be like, Bill hasn't really been in touch much since we split off from the group. He's spending all his time <laughs> with Cool Cheetah and Dr. Deuce. Yeah, I, don't, I can't manage a split party, but I can definitely manage a party of two. Yeah, <laughs> Either way, the, the goal is exploring. Would you like yeah. to stick together? Or would you like to split up? You can stick together if you like. You can Scooby Gang. Sure. Well, right. maybe we can, like, split the split, right? And we're, if it's kind of a grid thing, right, we can, like, stay close, like, shouting distance, but portal still distance. be checking. Yeah, portal distance. But so, so it's not just going off in four cardinal directions or whatever. Mm -hmm. We're all four going the same way, 
but not checking the exact same place every time. Yeah, Does that yeah. make sense? Yeah, you're, 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 you're searching, you know, you're slightly split up, you're all relatively together, but you're being efficient in your search. So the four of you start to walk through these sort of these, these little yeah. alleyways between these buildings, looking for anything that seems unused, dusty. untouched, What's dusty. What's the music like? Uh, the music, uh, there's, there's barely any music. There's just sort of like an atmospheric sort of soundscape yeah. Oh, you just hear a lot of like foot scuffing and like, <laughs> oh you know, God. like is traffic and the back, you know? Yeah. Is the background clearly looping? <laughs> no, that's the issue. Oh. It's not even. It's clearly animators who've drawn over photos of t- t- Tokyo streets, so it looks very <laughs> realistic. Uh, oh my goodness. So you're, you reach walking, splitting, and, and, and heading down. You're within sight of each other, but uh, each being able to survey as many buildings as you can. And you can't see anything that doesn't seem that doesn't seem used, right? Nothing that seems like it's abandoned and hidden away. Uh, in fact, as you get closer, you start to hear in the distance some voices, and you see that there are people moving in and out of some of these rooms at the moment, walking in, getting a few things for the next cool thing they're going to do and walking back out again tall figures with actual human proportions walking around. You're like Mario when he goes to Metro World and Super Mario Odyssey and he's like, you all look like real human beings for some reason. Mm-hmm. That's the situation. They're walking around looking all cool. Half of them have sunglasses on. and they're. Oh, wow. But as you get a little further in, there are more and more of them. But you do see one thing way off in the distance. As you've moved through a few of these buildings, you see that in the centre of this complex, there is one large building towering over all the others. The tight closeness of, the, of those little huts earlier meant you couldn't see it, but now this, this large central building rises up. It goes multiple storeys. There's a little tower on one end, and it's a dark, grimy, dusty warehouse. There are a few lights on inside, but no one's coming in and out. If there are people inside, they're not leaving. They're not taking anything out of this large central building. But between oh, if you... There, if there are lights on, does that mean there are windows that we can see through? There are lights on and windows that you can see through. A few of them as they go up, a few windows each level. There are lights on from maybe the second level up. The ground floor looks dark. Mm. But that is fairly in the distance because between you and them is the much more heavily trafficked area of little huts, same sort of little alleyways between them, but with people walking around. Okay, so here's the thing. Here's here's, here's what I'm thinking. We can see the warehouse. You can. It is possible to portal to it, though risky. Mm -hmm. Yes. We also don't know what's in the warehouse before we look through. However, Giles, you're one of those... Blasted double agents, are you not? My Could you not talk no. to the people, ask them what might be in the warehouse, therefore would know the danger before we arrived? I could try that. I could also throw down a portal and go through and see if anyone I know is in there and then tell you when to come follow. He'll pull what out. Would you tell uh, us? Like, is there a signal? He'll pull out a Cambo soup can that's <laughs> and another oh. end and can oh. one to, to you, Cheetah. You'll be able to hear me through this. Yes, they have the best ears. Wait, why am I doing your voice? <laughs> yes, they have the best ears. <laughs> Can you hear me now? What? What? You gotta hold the string top. Oh, oh, there we go. Oh, wow, crystal clear. Yeah, I think the doctor made this. 
Yes. Oh, is that Look one of the, the Cambo Soup Can 5000s? <laughs> it is. That's right there. Everything's 5000. I like it. <laughs> the best version. It uh, is. Oh, don't talk about the Cambo Soup Can 4000. <laughs> <laughs> that one was gross. Lost a lot of good men. <laughs> uh, our portal's finite. Nah, portal forever. Okay. Should we do that? We I will so, say. So the idea would be open a portal to the warehouse and then you go through because you're the double agent. You could presumably, if anyone's inside, trick them. Mm-hmm. And then you'll report back via Cambo Soup Can Telecommunication. 5,000. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 5,000. Okay. All right. Now. The question is who's going to throw the portal? Yes. And the portal can only go between two points you can see. Now, what I will say is based on the sort of way that you can see you could make a portal from where you are all the way to that factory you can see it well not factory uh, uh, central building right mm-hmm. you can see it however you can see it over the roofs of the little buildings that are in front of you which means you can only portal to the exterior of maybe the third or fourth floor of this building mm-hmm. is it possible can we see beyond the place where people are moving in and out can so we could jump uh, like almost like do a jump around where you could is, give so. that a go as i was mentioning before these alleyways don't like line up so you get these long long views but oh, you do okay, see that down one alleyway the one with the longest view you can get maybe six or seven buildings down and pop out the exterior of a building past the majority of this group of of people who are around it you definitely wouldn't then fall from multiple floors oh. and land on your feet as, you'd be able to let it come out at a good level as I understand cartoons, this would only be a problem if, if, we, if we teleported there and Giles went through. If he were to notice that there was no floor, then he would fall. True. But if he were to. But now Bill's pointed it out, and this is the problem now. Yeah. Now he's going to know. Can't help but be okay. aware. <laughs> I, I have an idea. Let's do two portals. Mm-hmm. One to get around the people, but then. A second portal near the people will throw one of the Cambo soup cans through to c- distract them. So then we can, <laughs> you know, run. Oh. That's my only Cambo soup communicator. Am I going to lose it? Oh, uh, absolutely. Yeah, no, definitely. But we'll see if we can find you another can inside. And then I can whip a new one up lickety split. <laughs> I'm going to hold you to that, doctor. Okay. All right. I just said I would do it. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> who's gonna Who's gonna make the portals? Edit and writing. Yeah. I made the last one. Overall, I haven't done any of that yet. Yeah. We, if we need to, B and I, we've not done one yet. Beautiful. Yeah. So. All right. So these are gonna be level like... level two yeah. uh, portals you're making from here to just over there. So you can each roll two of these d6 and see what happens. Who's rolling first? I got two twos. Two twos. And is yours the can portal or the jumping through portal? The can portal. All right. You set up, you you take out of your pocket this little hole, you throw it onto the wall in front of you, and it forms a beautiful little circle that from here you can see out from the, the side of another building. And in front of you, you see there are a few guys and gals hanging out in their big trench coats going, so what do you think about the job? You reckon they're gonna get it done? No, we can't trust them, can we? You think we can trust those people? Uh, I wouldn't trust them as far as I can throw them. 
And I've got cybernetically augmented arms. I can throw them a long way. I don't really understand what? the phrase. Does that mean you trust them more or less? You stop questioning me. <laughs> and they're talking. And a can yes. flies out and rolls across the ground past them. They pull their, their guns. They go, what was that? Who's throwing cans? Follow that can. And they start walking down. They're looking to pick it up. One of them picks it up and rubs their finger over the can and rubs it on their guns. Goes, hmm, someone's been... Moving product with this can, we gotta find out what's going on. And they'll get very interested in this can. Should we Meanwhile, leave, Bill? Should we just go? Should we just go and you can carry on these characters? Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah, but so, you're, it seems like you're having a good time. So they're all obsessed so with the can. Uh, yeah, are you working through something with cans, Bill? You wanna talk about it? Yeah, this is your moment. Take my right, problem so with cans. I've got lots of Milo cans left over. I don't know what to do with them. I don't want to throw them out because they look they're nice sturdy cans. Why would I have to store in a Milo can? I've got nothing. I don't know. That's my issue. If anyone is in the Milo, chat can solve it, let me know. Is Milo a, a thing in America? No. 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 I would didn't I was lost. My <laughs> well, eyes Yeah, over I'm like, for is this an actual can? Is this like a metaphor for an animal? It's like <laughs> a like, Which is weird, because like it's it's kind of it's in a lot of Asian countries and it's in Australia as well. But weirdly, it's in Captain America Civil War. There's a fight scene in front of a huge Milo logo. How funny. I always wondered like whether any, any They're trying to enter the market. Audiences. Oh, I've seen these. Okay. I they're in Canada, unfortunately. Oh, Milo's great. Yeah. Uh, meanwhile, <laughs> Cambo, yes. Horatio portal. is trying to make another portal to see if we can slip through unnoticed while they're distracted by this curious can with which Here they're obsessed. Go. I'm belly nervous. <laughs> Use? Ah! Okay, so you throw your portal onto the wall. You roll a three and a one. That doesn't necessarily mean that you fail. It's not a six. It's not that things go poorly for you, but things will get a bit chaotic because mm -hmm. the portal doesn't work out exactly as you wanted. Cambo, would you like to roll a d20 to find out it. what exactly happens with your portal? Oh, yeah. Here we go. You ready? I'm ready. And 11. 11. Let's have a look here, shall we? Oh, no. Uh, mm. You step through the portal, and Eleven is called... I just want to clarify real quick, Bill. All of us, or just Horatio, stepped through the portal? Just Horatio steps through okay, the portal. <laughs> and number Eleven is called Gravity Falls, because for you, and you alone, something's happened with the kind of dimensions that don't really... Gravity has been inverted. Oh, yes, this happens sometimes with the 5,000. We're working on a 6,000. <laughs> you, you threw the portal and the other one sort of came out twisted 90 degrees. So when you came out, mm -hmm. it came out upside down. But it wanted to keep that as true just for you. Mm. So if you were in a room with the ceiling, wouldn't really be a huge issue. But instead, you step right out of the portal and you start to fall up. Uh, now, the, the question is, this is quite early in the game. Yes. Did I plan this? Ooh, do you want to take advantage of it? I, I have Ooh, one mistake that I planned. Moment. Did you plan this? Or is Ooh. this something you need to deal with? I feel we're too early in the mission for me to have planned this. Do we how need close, How close are we to Horatio? Like, yes. could Far we jump away. run through and, like, grab his coat? You know what I mean? And so he's, like, floating up, but not, like, away from us. I will say his portal is going to invert the gravity of someone who goes through it. So can, you could jump through the portal at him and then you could fall together into the sky. Can, do we see him falling up? 
Well, unless he's planned for it, yes, he's going to step through I, and you see him come out upside down and you immediately see the warning sign. You think, oh, no, it's happened again. And can I immediately throw a portal down that he falls into and falls back out to us? Oh, I make a portal above a portal him through the portal. our wall. Above so him. he goes through that portal, but then comes out back to where we are. So he has stepped out. Portal. He oh. stepped out of a building. And no, he's... wait, but you, you've given me a great idea, Toby. Here's it. So whatever can we didn't throw, right? Yep. Throw Got that can through and hold on to the string and let him grab the can. We'll pull him oh, back that's through. that's good, too. That's fine. You go. can throw a lifeline that'll fall with him. So at least oh, okay. he's holding on to it because it floated up to him, right? And so yeah. then we're looking at him going, do you want us to... <laughs> throw the can! <laughs> well, I threw the can. The can's in. The can's in. You can grab the can. <laughs> All right, so the can flies through the portal. It also starts fl falling straight into the sky, uh, and Horatio gets a grip on it, and he's now floating in the wind, fluttering as he's holding this can, like, ah, trying to pull himself back in as you pull him back. Uh, and that's all fine. You can get him, you pull, you wrench, you get him back through the portal. But I know I made this a very interesting can before. I know I was, I was real. They were pretty obsessed with this can. But when a, when a, when a large Johnny Bravo-esque man starts floating through the sky going, ah, my cans! Uh-huh. Uh it might just, it attracts a little bit of attention. On, uh, on the other side of the can, are they just hearing, oh, bloody hell! <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> They're no longer talking about their boring work day. <laughs> yeah, that's the, I do like the idea of like the cans don't actually have to be connected to the string and they just pick up the can and they can still hear you yelling through it. And they're like, what? I think somebody's floating. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a man fighting against gravity. <laughs> that's what they hear. And these two people turn and they see you as you're, just as your legs are getting yanked back into the portal to appear with your friends. And they go, hey, what's going on? Something's happening. Someone's infiltrated the facility. And they start to march out. They're calling for their friends and say, everybody, something's happening oh. here. We gotta get looking. Someone's looks like some some weird people are trying to get in here. They seem a little silly. And they start to move around. And you are now still back where you were, having not moved at all. Yep. You've okay. thrown a can through um, a portal and then pulled everyone back through it. But they are farther charity. away from us now, right? Well, they are now coming. To, they were a little bit further. You've got a head start yeah. if you want to start getting moving. Let's just run. <laughs> yeah. This is catastrophic, so uh, we're going to yeah. go. Dr. Doof and his little legs, he's just going. <laughs> All right. The four of you start running. Are you running towards the main building? Most likely, yes. yeah. 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 That's our yeah. main goal. Achieving your goal. You run down towards the main building, and as you do, you hear the footsteps of these cool looking, tough guys approaching you. Uh, as you pass by, you see some of these little buildings have their doors open, and you see people in there sitting at their desks doing cool, mature cartoon things. Mm. <laughs> playing, oh, poker. playing poker. Playing poker. There's a whole bunch they're, of people They're talking. drawing people, paying taxes, and <laughs> paying dealing taxes. with <laughs> court summonses. In, in these doors, are these cartoon Sorry. characters or are these animators animating? These are cartoon characters going about their lives. You see one of them just kind of like he's a balding guy just going like, 
oh, I really don't like my life anymore. Oh, well. <laughs> That's just... Thinking, like, I should call her. We we haven't spoken in forever. Maybe it's time that we really work some things out. I miss the kids. Exactly. But you can barely hear this because you are barreling down the center, rolling over and jumping and falling and making weird sounds as best you can. Uh, Did the music pick up? No. Oh, no, so the music oh. is picked up, but it is not picked up in, in frivolity. It's very it's, dramatic. It's, yeah, it's kind of a dramatic chase scene. You can hear a helicopter coming over, <laughs> searching for you. But you can only hear it's in the music, not in the actual action. It's just a um, sound effect. Yeah, it just yeah. evokes the feeling of a helicopter for the audience at home. Um, <laughs> and you're travelling down, you're running, but eventually you find that you have been blocked in. You're running down one passageway. Behind you, there are a few figures chasing you. You look to your left and your right down the available patches that way and you see people coming down those sides as well and in front of you, your only access, your only hope, someone steps into the light and blocks off the rest of the passageway in front of you and you are surrounded on all four sides by angry cool looking human people. But uh, there's at least one flat surface. There's the ground. That's a flat surface. There's the ground. There are the buildings that make up this alleyway around you. You have plenty of flat surfaces, but also no non-portalitous exit. So we can either try and portal ourselves out of here or the people chasing us. Because yes, uh, this is a question, Bill, I was thinking about. If I throw down a portal and one of them steps in it and then I pick up the portal, are they crushed to death? <laughs> Where do they go? If you put down a portal and they yeah. fall in, they'll fall into it as a hole. If it doesn't link anywhere, they'll fall in like it's a hole and they'll be right. like three metres deep going, hey, what? If you and pick then, it up, they will go fly out of the portal. It'll try and spit it. them out as soon as you okay. pick it up. I feel better about that than... Oh, you do? Wow, that, I kind of wanted it to. Okay. Oh, we want the fun, remember? We want to send them flying. We I said, hey! Rush them. We could okay. do two portals underneath two of the things and have them crash into each other in the middle. Oh, my goodness. Boom. <laughs> okay, how can we whisker them away? Okay, I'm going to throw down a portal. Yes. And have it underneath the guy who blocked our path and open out on a wall above the people behind us. Okay, so the uh, so idea being that he'll fall into the portal, out the wall, and then onto the other people chasing you. Correct, yeah. You can set that up. And I am going to say that, like, this, uh, hoo -hoo, there is a setting on the portal uh, 5000 that uh, is perfect for just such an occasion. I'm going to lower it to one difficulty. Perfect. It does make it easy to remember the names of your inventions when they're all just the thing in 5000. It's a good <laughs> yeah, mnemonic device. Continuity. So just you got it from one the name dice. generator 5000. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, you're a rolling. Two. You got a two. It will portal. Boom, and you've used now one of your uses of that skill. Portal appears. Behind the guy in front of you, as he's walking forward menacingly, goes, you know, he's got a I like the idea of Dr. Doom just, like, looking at him without changing his facial expression. And he says, well, you guys are in for a... Uh, that's the same voice. Well, you guys are in for a rough night. I'm going to take this bat and I'm going to get... And then he falls into the hole and he falls out the other side and he lands on his friends. And in a beautiful slapstick moment, he falls. And they all sort of try and catch him and they go, whoa, and then they all fall. And you can swear just a touch, just a little bit in the back of your mind, you hear the sound of bowling pins 
getting hit by a bowling ball. You're not sure if it's real, but you can just in the back back of your mind. Uh, and they start going, Whoa, get off me, get on. It's trying to push him and he can't. And there's a pile of people behind you, people to your left and right, and a free open hallway in front of you, or alleyway. Um, so you continue running. Yeah. You like it. Go. You run until you find yourself out. Suddenly, the buildings beside you sort of open away, and you're in a big open clearing. And in front of you is this large, multi-story storage facility with the tower and the lights and the people and the doors. You know, like a building. And the house. thing and the blood. and the uh, thing and the guy and the shed and the thing and the stuff. <laughs> And you can see it in front of you. There are still people behind you chasing after you. And in front of you, you see a big, large set of double doors, windows going all the way up. On each floor, you see windows. Uh, there are lights on inside. There's a big metal roller door for getting large shipments in. Well, and who, yes. who has the fake portals? None Ooh. of us. None of us? No one. Would have come in the real. We would come in handy, right? right Wouldn't that be cool? Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, if only. If only. Uh, can we see in the windows? Like, can we see the the ceiling yes. inside one of the windows? Yes, you can. Can we throw a portal nice. down out here and to the ceiling so we can get inside, like the third floor? Give it a crack. It also does. It also does occur to me. B, do you have the list of chaotic things to choose from? I don't. Uh, uh-huh. Bill, you want to send that my way? Yeah, I shall. Just figured, like, how will you know? What you can use and when it would be right. useful. <laughs> yeah. Much better than just going randomized. I've sent it to you in a Twitter message. Fabulous. Thank you. But yes, I rolled. Go ahead. Two dice. Two dice. You're trying to make a simple here to there portal. That's a six and a one. Mm. <laughs> I couldn't imagine a worse roll. Damn. With a six and a one, this is going to be something right? chaotic that is definitely going to work against you and for the the other people. Two, two negatives make a positive. We oh, yeah, actually, your portal works fine. Yeah, <laughs> you're fine. Yeah. Well, uh, <laughs> but, I mean, because you're the double agent, right, that means that one of them... Right, you can, you can get rid of if negate. you need to. Oh, I can? That's the rising tension that That's I can... That's the six that you can get rid of that it works for you. But let's find out what goes wrong first. So... Roll the d20 and see what we get. Oh, goodness. Okay. 16. A 16. Oh. Okay, so... Doesn't sound super encouraging. So no, no, I'm just making sure it's the good version of this. It is. It's the nice version. So you throw your portal down. And you throw another portal out the other end. And you jump in your portal. And then Horatio... Cheetah and Doof, you see Giles fall from the portal inside that room. Mm-hmm. And then about half a second later, Giles falls from the portal in the top of the room. Mm. And both Gileses stand up. Oh. And Toby standing next to you, sometimes these portals get a little out of sync. But sometimes they try and refresh and you end up teleporting and then the portal... T- Try to fix that and it teleports. So you're standing next to a copy of yourself who turns to you and he says, Oh, G- Giles. Wait a minute. But I'm Giles. Who are you? Oh, last time I checked, I'm Giles. Well, last time I checked, I'm Giles. I don't have my camera. And it goes on like here. that for hours. <laughs> <laughs> Doc, 
Dr. Doof, is this a known defect or is this new? We have to kill uh, one. Oh, we're working on this for the 6,000. <laughs> we, we want it to be a feature, not a bug. So you can program <laughs> it. Uh, so like if there's a movie you want to go to, but none of your friends want to see, you can teleport yourself to the movie and watch it with yourself. And uh, then if you want to smooch during the movie, you can. <laughs> <laughs> Giles turns to Giles and says, well, listen, I know you're just a copy of me, the real Giles, but oh, no. <laughs> but if you want to help out, I'll let you help out. I'm looking for some weird musical instruments. Do you reckon you can help me out with that? Or are you some kind of evil clone? I'm actually the real Giles, and you just described what I'm trying to do, and I'm really confused. We're going to have to kill one. Well, look, I'll tell you what, number two. Let's figure this out later. But for now, we've got some musical in instruments to find. Let's get our friends up there. No, they're my friends. Yeah, my friends, exactly. All right. Hey, guys, I made it up. I'm here. Hey. On the... Thanks, Giles One. That's it. That's me. I'm Giles One, the real Giles. No, I'm, I'm Giles. This is a clone that the portal made. I'm just Giles. <laughs> ask, ask me something only the real Giles would know. Are you three Are you Giles? Yes. <laughs> Are you secretly three trolls in a trench coat? No, I'll never tell. <laughs> that is something oh. Giles would say. <laughs> Uh, and yes, Toby, there's a second Giles up there, but he's helpful. He wants to help out. So he's also looking for the same stuff that you're looking for. And the two of you are now on the second floor through the window of this large building. And you look around and you see that you are in almost like an office space. But there are cameras up on the, on the walls. Uh, and you see on the other side of the room, who somehow haven't heard your very loud and angry conversation, there are a group of people who look like actual security guards. They've got the little white twirly earpieces in and they're holding it up and they're, they're talking into their wrists and saying, well, I don't see anyone, but we'll, we'll check the second floor. Apparently, if they get up here, we'll find them and we'll get them. And they start to walk around the floor. Oh, very mind. realistic security guard dialogue. Oh, sorry. Yeah, okay. Uh, I'll check it out, I guess. Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. Yeah, You're not that better. invested. This is a paycheck for them, Bill. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Is that the result of the six? That is the result of the six. So the one oh. is that there are two of you, and the six is they are currently checking the floor that you are on. They are walking through looking for Giles and Giles. Can I use my double agent now? Yeah, if you'd like. Uh, I want to, so I can counteract the rising tension, I want to call out to them. You gods there. Yeah? Who's yeah. that? There's some folks outside doing some slapstick comedy. You better go check it out. Slapstick? They're like falling through a portal and trying to catch each other. You sound like a real hardball guy. I'll trust you. Like an egg. Like an Wait a minute. <laughs> What do you mean, like an egg? That sounds like a not silly thing to say. <laughs> I mean, I'm not easy to crack. If you know. Ah, what I mean. there we go. Like an egg, famously like impossible egg. to crack. <laughs> a hard-boiled egg? No, actually. <laughs> no, it should have That's where I was going. It failed. Go get him. I'm part of a of a weird martial arts community online that currently has a lot of people posting videos of themselves eating hard-boiled eggs with the shell still on. It's a very strange Ew. thing that's going on right now. Yeah, it's very weird. Hey, Bill, for a second I thought that was the security guard saying that in response <laughs> to what Giles had said. Like, you don't know that you mentioned it. <laughs> you know what? It also is. Uh, 
Yeah, I heard that people just eat hard-boiled eggs with the shell. It's, it's really, it's tough, but it's got more calcium in it. All right. So, so, well, we'll go. If you're here, you can check the second floor for us, and we'll go check floors one and three, re- respectively. We got it. Do you know if the the product's safe? You know. Oh, it's safe. I can't believe they haven't even destroyed it yet. If I was in charge, I would have crushed those instruments under my foot. All you need is a synth and a, <laughs> and a drum kit. That's how you make music for real cartoons. I can't believe they're holding it in the... What, uh... <laughs> <laughs> what's that place what's again? <laughs> you mean the storage room? The storage well, that seems beyond, very um, believable to me. Which floor was that? Uh, <laughs> the first floor, right? <laughs> I mean, it's on the st- it's it's where it's always been. These questions you checked are checked out. You checked out. Go get those guys. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'll go to floor one, and I'll check out that the storage room is okay. Two. Oh, that sounds great. Check right. the storage room. See you later. Okay. Are we all in there, or just the two Giles? Just the two Giles. The other Giles says, oh, "Okay, good work. You really had him going." I'm glad I've got a clone as talented as you. And then the three of you are outside. You've seen this happen. If you do want to jump through the portal, you will not be duplicated. It's not the same as the uh, upside down. Okay, yeah, portal. no, I so jump. Feel free I to definitely jump, jump through. Hmm. And I start poking uh, what what I know as the original uh, original Giles. Hey, stop poking me! Hey, stop! <laughs> what? <laughs> it's. It's so lifelike. It's like uh, the real version. This is amazing. <laughs> if you think you're the real Giles, what's the one hair on the doctor that can be used as a lockpick? It's that one. And he points generally to, what's to his Dr. Name? Jim's head. His name? What's his name? It was Robert, I remember. See, I have all the memories that you have. You think that you're real because you have my memories. Yes, but you are voiced by a completely different actor. So <laughs> I don't know. Was it the cartoon? <laughs> well, that sounds like a celebrity voice. The other one is just a regular voice. I can't yeah. tell. Yes. The other voice I is just generally it. cool. I'm very specifically <laughs> ah, cool. Ah, yeah. <laughs> but the, the, the four of you, you've got five kind of, you. of a Neil Patrick Harris vibe going on. <laughs> the voice, <laughs> Neil. Okay, stop. Are you just trying to he get would... Bill to do his best Neil Patrick Harris voice? Yes, actually, I am. Okay, here's my Neil Patrick oh. Harris impression. I don't have one. I don't have a Neil Patrick Harris impression. <laughs> already. He's like, I, I don't think that's an so... easy voice to impersonate. I was... Uh, hey, it's me, Neil Can Patrick Harris. I love Escape This Podcast. What a great show. I think that's, what, that's, all, that's all I ever hear him say. So it's, it's all oh, I oh, okay. It's the yeah, I, I thought Neil Patrick Harris was in the room just then. Was that you? Yeah, yeah that's so me. So we are... <laughs> it's crazy. Uh... So the four of you, plus the real Giles, are all on this second floor, uh, and the guards have luckily dispersed. But it looks like possibly the guard heading to level one is heading to where the storeroom is. So that might be your next destination. Found out in the storage room on the first floor. Oh, the first floor. Well then, let us all fall down and hopefully land on our feet. Yeah, where's the guard now? He's yeah. on the first floor in the storage room. But I mean, is he still going down the stairs? Like, can we? He's probably just getting to the first floor now. There's not a huge amount. It's not a long, winding staircase that goes for miles. What's in the second floor? In the what second kind of floor, objects? you're finding you're in like this large sort of office space. Uh, is there an anvil anywhere? There's no anvil. There is, however, a floor safe. In fact, there's a, there's maybe two or three certain desks have little safes underneath them where they might 
saves safes where they might <laughs> store things uh yeah. which is almost there is no piano there's no anvil so you're, you're out of luck is there a giant rock ah uh, no boulders no boulders no boulders there no any piano? kind of large livestock any kind of <laughs> livestock <laughs> There is a there is a brass statue of a bull that says, "Keep doing stocks good." At the bottom, uh, just like on Wall Street. Just like on yeah. Wall Street, you know the classic doing do stocks, stocks good, good bull. Keep uh, doing stocks. What's good. the TNT dynamite supply? Good question. Now you don't see any on level two, but if there were random big sticks of TNT somewhere. You haven't seen them on the streets for a while, so they may be in this building. And knowing what I know about structural engineering, which isn't much, I'm going to head to the far uh, back corner away from the door and try to do a portal straight down, and maybe the storage room will be underneath us. All right. Ooh. Travis heads, or rather Dr. Doof. Dr. Travis Doof heads to the... Uh... Hey, please, Dr. Doof is just a character I play. I am a living, breathing human being, Bill. We're not sure. the same. Sure. His beliefs aren't my own. You'll he has never... some very challenging beliefs that I won't go into right now that I do not agree with. He he looks But he's from a different time. Oh he was God. created in the 70s. I, I, I can't. Oh, Dr. Doof, there's a reason yeah. you were canceled. It's a different time. Oh, yeah, the show wasn't canceled. Dr. Doof. Dr. Doof was canceled. <laughs> All right, All right, so gonna make that roll. Oh, so sure. you're heading over. I was so busy <laughs> so oh. thinking about my great cancel joke. <laughs> uh, a three. Doof has got, oh, and a three. He poof, opens up. That's the sound. Opens a portal yeah. uh, in the floor, and you can see below you. There's a storage room, and while it doesn't have wonderful musical instruments, mm. it does have a whole bunch of signs that say like what season it is to hunt some type of animal or it's got a help. it's got a couple of big uh mallets help. that when you hit them they and go a tiny umbrella it's got a yeah, <laughs> tiny umbrella does it have Don't a little sign down. that says yikes it has a sign yeah. that says yikes <laughs> it's got a whole bunch of stuff there's a big box in the corner oh there's one that me. says like race that away but you can spin the arrow so it faces <laughs> the other yeah, way yeah exactly um and a whole bunch of other silly comical things. It's got that. It's got that sign pointing to Albuquerque that that Bugs Bunny <laughs> oh, always hits on his way somewhere else, and, and yeah, and things pointing lots of different. It's a whole big thing. It's got that cute little dog from Alice in Wonderland that brushes the path away as it walks. And it's very sad. I forgot uh, about that dog. Oh, I'll never forget dog. about that dog. <laughs> but no musical instruments. But you can drop down. It's not gonna. It's not a deadly drop if you need to get into this storeroom. Yeah. What do we think? Yeah. Break all this stuff out and disperse yeah. it to the people? A couple of mallets couldn't hurt. A couple of mallets couldn't hurt. I mean, hurt. they will hurt. <laughs> yeah, well, hopefully. There's an anvil That too. is true. Until we get the musical instruments back, it doesn't make like a doink <laughs> sound. It makes like a soft, meaty thud. If we whack someone with a mallet before the music comes, they just die. They die. <laughs> they just die. There's no birds, only blood. <laughs> oh my god, this world. Yeah, this is why we have to save it. Seriously. It's not better. <laughs> but you can jump into the room if you want to. Yes. Yeah. The five of you jump down into the room. There's only four of us. Mm, there's five. 
I mean, I look, I've, uh, you shouldn't discount your character just because he's not the real one. I'm still oh, counting no. you, Toby. You're hey, still, you're still part I, of the screw. Real quick, just because now you've made me think about it, and this is a spoiler alert for the novel that Who Framed Roger Rabbit is based on. Yes. Who censored Roger Rabbit. This is a spoiler for it. Everybody, hold on, hold on, everybody in the chat. If you don't want spoilers for Who Censored Roger Rabbit, a book that you will never read. Yeah. <laughs> put your, put your fingers in your ears now. And when, it's, and when the spoilers are done, I'll go. And you can come Okay, back. are you ready? ready? Okay, we're I'm ready. ready. In it, so Roger Rabbit comes to Eddie Valentine and is like, hey, I'm being framed for murder, you have to help me. But the catch is that actually the Roger Rabbit that has come to talk to Eddie Valentine is Roger's stunt double, which is kind of like a clone that you can split off to do these dangerous stunts in. They're the ones that get like blown up and drop the anvils on and stuff so they don't really die. And the actual Roger did murder the guy, but he was then killed in the process. So the stunt double is like trying to clear his name, but the stunt double was just supposed to be his alibi. But in actuality, Roger Rabbit murdered the guy. <laughs> there you go. Okay, we're dying. Wow. <laughs> yeah. And then they said, let's make a the kids movie out of that. Yeah. Yeah. Let <laughs> me change the plot up a little. So the five of you are now in this room. There are ridiculous cartoon accoutrement everywhere. If you can think of something silly that you would like to have, it's probably there. You just don't have the music. But you can see this room is larger than it, than it looked when you just looked down. But in the far corner, there is a door that leads out and a, sort of a glass thing above it that you can read backwards says storeroom two, is, which is clearly the room that you are in, uh, which means presumably oh. there's at least a storeroom one somewhere. So this, um, this I'm sorry, storeroom... I got distracted because someone in, in the chat also pointed out and they're correct that there was a sequel to the Forrest Gump book that was yeah. written after the movie came out in which Forrest Gump meets Tom Hanks as Tom <laughs> Hanks prepares to play him in a movie that's being made about him. Yeah, so, so weird thing about that, book, if I remember, it's called Gump and Co., and uh -huh. God, the, the author this. was kind of spiteful about the movie and he deliberately wrote a book that just couldn't be a movie. It's like <laughs> full of these ridiculous things like him meeting the actor who plays him in the movie and things like that. So they just couldn't make it into a movie. Good. Okay, so where were we? What's the thing? Uh, so You're in a room full of cartoon accoutrements. You can take any weird, silly cartoon object you can think of. Now that you've fallen into the room, you see that in the far corner, Horatio, there is some TNT. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you can tell me if you want. You are in store, and you've seen the label above the door reads this that you are in storeroom two, two. right now. Uh, you can step out into the hallway and possibly search for storeroom one or three. I don't know where you're. Well, where yeah. You're do we before. have any sense of like, are we in kind of the middle of the building? So it's like there's probably a storeroom on our left and our right. You feel like when you walk to the corner, uh, this storeroom is in the corner of the floor. So if you got out, there would probably be one sort of opposite the door there would maybe be an, you could have room ah, for another large room you're in a little less than half of the floor space of what it looked like on level two okay we have to open a door or make a portal yeah yeah well we, i guess we can't see does the door open is it locked i'm gonna try the door the door is locked from the locked inside but we're inside of it yeah well they probably didn't want that they, oh, they probably yeah, didn't you know want what? this dog to get out 
It's a storage room. So I'm thinking the lock is yeah, probably on the No one's outside. going into the storeroom and locking it behind them. I mean, like, well, this is my life. <laughs> makes a lot more sense now, actually, than I said it. <laughs> but also, if you got locked in a storage room, wouldn't you want to be able to get out? Well, you would. That's probably true. Maybe this is bad yeah. OHS. I don't know. Or maybe there's a secret end exit button that you just haven't found. Okay, wait. So if there is, if there is a security guard, he's going to be checking the door. So we should portal on a different wall Correct. away from the door. That's possible. Okay. Can, do you think we can set up a portal to make it look like the storage room's fine? Like to another storage room? So he just opens um. it and goes, oh, this is fine. <laughs> So you're going to make a portal from here to a different storage room. In front of the door, so when he opens the door, the door opens into the portal into another storeroom. Yeah. And if okay. he steps into Jack the storeroom. Doof, okay. Dr. Doof pulls out his stethoscope and he listens at the door, <laughs> which I've established I had. It's canonical. Yep, canon. And I'm listening to hear if I can hear any uh, uh, signs of the security guard. Dr. Doof listens at the door. And Dr. Doof, you do hear sounds on the other side you hear footsteps and you hear someone saying oh you know i gotta check the storerooms now oh i guess i better go and check storerooms maybe i'll start with storeroom number two i'll treat myself i'll go in a different <laughs> order than i usually do gotta do something to keep myself excited about this job i had to take You're the bad. second job because i couldn't afford child support because i'm in a real cartoon i have and i have issues that that people have to deal with in their day-to-day -day lives uh, my granddad was in a slapstick cartoon all he had to worry about was getting a safe dropped on his head but no not all barnabas here i gotta open the doors and i gotta check for the people here i go and he starts coming towards well, from, from the sound of this guy complaining I reckon we can switch him to being pro-wacky cartoon. Yeah. He doesn't seem incorruptible. No. I agree. He just wants hey, the music yeah. back, man. Giles and Giles, I think yeah. this one's on you. Uh, Giles, you're going to have to take this. Well, of course. <laughs> I wouldn't trust a copy. Hey, Toby, Giles can I just to say? Talk to the god. <laughs> Yeah, that's a pro player maneuver. You're going to have to handle this one, boss. All right, so uh, while, while the players take a quick break just to get some water, maybe go to the bathroom, uh, Giles heads up to the door and he says, and he says so what, I'm just going to convince him through the door or I'm going to open it like, are we just, are we just approaching? Or what are you, what are I mean, why are you asking me if you're the real I'm job? not asking you, I'm asking my friends. Do I'm asking my friends, not my, not my shadow. Well, either he's going to open the door to check where he doesn't open the door and we don't have to worry about it. <laughs> All right, I'll wait Maybe in front like of the a door. a sign ready? Like a, a good greeting sign, but it's yeah, also a okay. little funny? I'll grab one that says, yikes. Yeah, see if you can recreate that classic scene uh, from that one holiday movie that's now escaping my brain, where they hold up the signs when they open the door and it's like, shh, don't say anything. I oh, love you. Love oh, actually. okay. I'll love actually, that. yes, thank yeah. you. Oh, a movie God. that I, Travis McRoy, well, sorry, my friend Travis McRoy, famed podcaster, has never seen. Okay, uh, I don't remember what it said on the signs. I'll do my best. And suddenly, the, suddenly the door opens, and Giles is holding up a sign, and it says "shh." And Barnabas goes, but he doesn't talk. And Giles flips to the next sign, and the sign says, "Isn't it depressing being a depressing cartoon?" 
Oh he just puts God. the next one. Says, "We're just here because we want to bring the joy back." He flips the next one. My grandfather, he knew the value of joy. Did yours? That's the next one. Says, "Join us. Help us." Bring the world back into tune. But it's back into tune because he's got an American yes. accent. He likes a t- it's a whole thing. And he turns the next one and it says rabbit season. And he goes, oh, he puts it down. <laughs> that's a good <laughs> and that's all. He's got no more cuts. And Barnabas looks and he says, okay, let's do I it. Stab him. I'm dying. This yeah. is real blood! Now, Dr. Doom is also nine. a vampire. Sorry, I forgot to mention that. Oh! No, oh, no, so no. That was a good detail. If we, if we play this right, we've now got Bill along for t- as two characters on our mission. Yeah. Slowly we can, we can introduce <laughs> more and more Bill characters, and we don't have to do anything, and Bill will just be doing a one-man show on this stream. Yeah. yeah. This has been the plan that we're working towards. All yeah. right. So I'm going to switch to fish. And Bill, oh, yeah. uh, you could just go on. <laughs> so you are now, the six of you are now in this storeroom, oh ready God. to find the instruments. Barnabas says, hey, I, I know where the instruments are. If, if you're looking for them, they're in storeroom one. Do we, I, yeah. you know, maybe, maybe I could, I could become like, I could be a cartoon character my, my, myself. I could have my own show. Barnabas, d- 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 this traveling Barnabas circus. Oh, I'd have, I'd have elephants and they'd, and they'd step on me, but I'd just get back up and go, and explain back out again. Oh, the joys I would have. Bar- Wonderful. Barnabas, let's do it. On, honestly, that sounds like a show from Dr. Doof's time and... You, you really got to progress. Yes, even I know circuses uh, are very problematic uh, because uh-huh. of the treatment. Yeah, treatment of animals and such. Yeah, what? No elephants. My grandfather was a ringmaster. I've always well, maybe you to... could do a flea circus. All That's even wackier. No problem. That's Let's do it. A donut shop. Oh. Yeah, I mean. If you wanted to go a different direction, sure, donut shop. And the that's kind of nature circus. And the fleas could serve the donuts. Maybe, that, uh, maybe you've retired, I, and it's a former flea circus that's now a donut shop. Ooh. Now that's that's got a hook that gets people invested. As long as uh, the so, animals are getting paid equal wage. Uh huh. Yes. Fair wages. Um. So the storage room. Yeah, let's go. And he points across, <laughs> and you see there is a storage room one. And uh, he has the he has the the keys with him. He opens storage room one, and you see inside. This is the treasure that you've been looking for. You see trumpets. You see you see seventy six trombones. There's hundred and ten <gasps> cornets, amount. and that's followed by rows and rows of the finest virtuosos who've been sitting in here the entire time, being ready to play. Mm-hmm. There's horns of every shape and kind. Copper bottom timpanis, horse platoons, a horse platoon. They got those big, the, I think it's the Tempani's ones where it's like when somebody big walks around, they're like, boom, 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 boom. I love those. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yes. What about slide whistles? Slide whistles, whistles. marimbas, and xylophones. Any harps for when like a queen moves around? There's or one you, harp. Well, there's, there's not a harp, yeah. there's one of those ones with the tubular bells hanging, and you can. Oh, a chime, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Chime. Everything you could possibly want, more than you can possibly carry, but the music is here. Can. We open a level three portal back to where all those guards are fighting outside and send them instruments to maybe bring the joy back to their life. Yeah. Like, just drop them through the portal. Okay. Make a level three portal. 
Who's rolling? Can I use my skills? You to can help? use your second one and bring it down yeah. to just two dice. This is it. This is exactly. Hey. Let's let's all power up our portals together, uh, <laughs> and and increase it to By the our portal portals combined. Twenty thousand. <laughs> wow. Was that real math? Yeah. Yes. And, and then Jar. I'm a doctor. Then, then real Jar steps <laughs> in and he says, "Please." 25,000 and brings oh, out his own. No, you don't portal. have a portal. You're it got duplicated <laughs> as well. Wait, no, but it was the portal. I don't know. I want to help. Okay. Do <laughs> you have a portal? Barnabas, portal? Barnabas doesn't. All right. Well, I brought a spare, so here you go. So it's 30,000. Oh, 30,000. Let's do it. And roll your 2d6. Who's rolling this? Uh, you are. No, no, Travis, I, you wanted to use your engineer skill, so you got to oh, do the roll. Yeah, okay. I rolled last and got a six and a one, so that's legit. <laughs> I rolled Ooh, a three, three and a two. two. Beautiful. Hey. You form this portal, and the other end appears on a wall right near all of these kind of people who've who've already gotten up and dust themselves off, but they, they don't know where to go, so they were looking around. Mm -hmm. They've gone back to where they first were, doing their jobs again, and you start dropping instruments in. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. I think yeah, we drop instruments in, and I would also drop in with an instrument and start yeah, playing, I think we're playing along with their punches. Yeah. Instruments go flying through the portal. They fall in, right into the hands of the people, and they look and they go like, "Why do I have a tuba?" And then you march through the portal yourself, going ba ba da ba da ba da 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 ba da ba da ba da, and they and all the all the people they start bouncing just a little bit. And their arms they're looking a little rubbery, just a little bit more <laughs> loose at the elbows. And they, one of them goes. And they start playing music and. Eventually, everyone with an instrument is joining in and things start, they, they feel a little bit more colourful. Their clothes, so one of them takes off his big black duster and underneath he's got like a little vest and a tie and his cummerbund goes, boom, up like this. <laughs> oh, and he, and he yeah. pulls it back down again. And they start, going, oh my God, what, what is this? This music, it's infectious. And they're playing, Barnabas comes out and he's got a flute and he's also got a drum under his arm he's trying to play with his elbow while he plays the flute it's very difficult but he's getting super into it and all of you are moving and things are going well can i try something i want to test out Please. how cartoony this world has become i'd yeah. say come on now follow me and i'd start a, a, like a leading a line of people <laughs> playing Piper. instruments they out, begin out of, to out, follow they're following and following me all the way out between the portal we did at start out out off the edge of a cliff, but we don't notice that yet. We're walking in midair off the cliff, yeah. off the cliff, all still playing. Suddenly we notice and we all hold up a sign that says, yikes. Are you going to kill all and of the people? No, because no, it's cartoons. Yeah, there's, there's, music. there's fun music. And you fall, but it's a good fall. It's yeah. the greatest fall that the you've had fall. in years. The, the stars and birds start flying around heads. <laughs> land. Love it. Yeah. Birds flying around your head, and they, but they clearly seem shocked to be there. One of them's still in like his in, 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 in his uh, in a, he's got a towel on a little bath cap. He goes, oh, I didn't know I was getting work again. Let's go. And he starts running around someone's head. And I, that I mean, look, it's two hours in. This is the this is the mark for the end of the stream, and you've brought the music back into the world. We did it.
Yeah, we did it. Congratulations. I guess, can I do one last portal? I would like to erase all the bad stuff by creating a uh, Great Flood. Oh, yes, you want to use your... finisher. Yeah, so uh, that's uh, uh, number two on the corruption table. Your gateway is connected to a strange dimension. Water begins to rush out and fill the room. This gateway cannot be closed. So where would you like this to happen? Uh, You know, okay, you described like some rooms that had uh, terrible, useless things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like pens. Pens. And um, guns, documents. Taxes. Taxes. Yeah, a scythe? That might be useful. Doesn't matter. So, what am I rolling? A one d six or a two d six? Roll, roll. Uh, you can just roll one d six. You can do the simplest portal. You've, you're setting it up to go wrong. And it's a three again. It's a three. <laughs> the portal opens. Water begins pouring out and pouring and pouring. And after a while, it comes out of that building and into the streets. Those alleyways that were all winding and, and keeps going and keeps going until eventually it hits the sheer stone walls with no exits and no holes and no and no doors and it fills and fills and fills and eventually you have Destroys the largest the entire planet the largest <laughs> you have the largest swimming pool in this new wonderful town yeah. and no one remembers the drab dreary office buildings underneath they just go and they swim, and the whole town starts going, Smile, Danya, smile. <laughs> yeah, now this whole world is a great world after all. As the camera moves back and fades yeah. away. That's so good. Does the circle come in? Yeah. The big circle. Yeah. The circle yeah. comes, and just as it's closing, Giles Somebody sticks his head out and he goes, That's all, Fox. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and there you go. That's a nice quick game of gateways. 